Welcome to the Average Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Hinton. I am the Average Dad, and we will be talking about average things. So sit back, relax, let's dig in. Enjoy the ride. Hello, welcome back to the Average Dad Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Hinton. I want to thank you for coming back and joining me here on this lovely, lovely day. Uh, So I'm recording this on a Sunday evening because... Uh, life has started happening a whole lot faster for us in this household. Um, we started soccer, youth soccer. Um, I'm the president of the local program and my wife is the club admin. So we are basically living at the soccer field right now. Uh, Monday, well, really all week long. So Last week, sorry, didn't get an episode uh, recorded, and so this week, I'm a little under the weather, dealing with some, I started out allergies, but now I think it's turned into a nice little lovely sinus infection, so I've got my, my big boy voice on today, so if you enjoy this radio voice, please let me know, um, but no, so we, we were not able to, to post an episode last week. Um, so gonna get this one going. And so it'll be, uh, hopefully we'll have some decent information by the time the episode does release though. I will tell you breaking news, Tom Brady's coming out of retirement. Yep. Uh, he posted on his Twitter account this evening. Uh, this is Sunday evening. He posted on his Twitter account that he will be returning for his 23rd season in Tampa Bay. Um, I can't say I was shocked to read that, but I can say, you know, golly, Tom, I mean, buddy, just give it up. But, you know, I'm sure the Bucks are appreciative because I think like the rumor was they were going after Deshaun Watson and um, after he was acquitted of, of his charges, I believe it was a, a, some kind of a sexual misconduct charge. Um, he was acquitted last week, didn't play at all in 2021. And I, what I read was like $156 million is what, what he's expected to go for in free agency. And that's a lot of money on a guy who did not play at all last season. And so, but you know, uh, I guess that they make the money so they can, they can spend their money. You know, I'm not so sure if I was the owner, if I'd be spending my money on, a quarterback that didn't play at all last season. Um, And it has a little bit of, even though he's acquitted, he still has a little bit of baggage uh, that comes along with him there. But, um, you know, nevertheless, Tom's coming out of retirement. So he will be back in the black and red or pewter and red or pewter and black. He'll be back in Tampa Bay. So, and I imagine you'll see Gronk, We'll, we'll, we'll be back in Tampa Bay. Um, I think it was all still up in the air whether or not he was going to play, you know, with Tampa Bay or maybe even free agency or retire again like he's done before. This whole retirement thing, you know, you remember when when folks retired, like Jerry Rice. When Jerry Rice retired, he went off into the sunset. Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, you know, some of the great, some of the best. When they retired, they left. They're done. They're gone. They, they, they went on and did their thing. Barry Sanders. Um, you know, Joe Montana, when he, 
you know, he left San Francisco, went to Kansas City. Yeah, I think he should have retired from Kansas or I mean, from San Francisco instead of Kansas City, just because I know he thought he had some good years left in him, but it wasn't the same Joe Montana. Um, Brett Favre, you know, Brett bounced from uh, the 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 Packers over to the Vikings. I mean, he did he he did a good job at the Vikings, but I still think. Brett should have hung out in Green Bay a little bit longer and then just retired. Um, I did see Aaron Rodgers signed a new deal this week or last week, and so I guess he's going to hang around a little while longer. Um, but the the carousel is is just continuing to spin uh, with teams needing quarterbacks, except for the Bucks and the Packers, because now they know exactly who their quarterback's going to be. One of the top two in the league will be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know. They just they retire and rather not off into the sunset with their squillions of dollars. They still got more to prove. So, but you know what? Maybe they that there's a something that burns inside of them that that says, "Hey, I'm not quite done yet." Even though Tom Brady's got a bunch of rings, he's done done everything he could potentially do in the NFL. MVPs, Super Bowls, you know, he took Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl, doggone it, I mean, and won. So uh, it was Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to really be the best, you can go to uh, like the New York Jets and try to take them to a Super Bowl or, uh, sorry, Uncle Scott, Buffalo Bills, uh, and try to win a Super Bowl with them. Um, but you know, whatever, Tom, kudos to you having the ability at 40, uh, something years old to be able to come out of retirement and, and to know what that game's got going for you. Uh, the MLB, they, the, the, the lockout is over. The Braves have still not signed Freddie Freeman. As of when I'm recording this, I sure hope they decide to sign him this week. But uh, they're going to have to compete with some big money. I think I'm hearing just like through Twitter and stuff. I read that uh, New York, the Yankees and the Dodgers, both big name cities, both with big plenty of money, are both uh, hot and heavy after Freddie Freeman. But uh, Atlanta, if you're listening, Atlanta Braves organization, um, Alex Anthopoulos, if you really want to know what Braves fans want, what Braves country needs is for y'all to sign like a lifetime deal with Freddie Freeman and just leave him there. Let Freddie be our next chipper where, you know, chipper stayed in Atlanta and his entire career. That's what Freddie needs. That's what Freddie wants. That's what Braves fans want. Even though we won the, the, the world series this year, you know, which is still wild, still blows me away. But, you know, we, we Braves fans, we want Freddie Freeman back. So um, I think there's a universal DH now. So I know a lot of people don't care too much about the sports side of things, but uh, I, we do. We, we love sports in our house. And so um, we're, we're excited. Baseball's coming back. Uh, college softball is in full swing. Uh, our, our lady Crimson Tide down there in Tuscaloosa kicking butt as usual. So happy for that. Um, and uh, Birmingham Legion soccer kicked off this weekend and did a, a great job in protective stadium. 
So Protective Life Stadium. So it's good to see that they've got a an official stadium now. Not that the UAB stadium wasn't nice, but uh, for a semi-pro soft, uh, or, or minor league uh, soccer team, having a, a stadium like Protective Life is is nice. And we've been to Protective Life, or I've been to Protective Life one time, and it's a very nice place. If you get an opportunity to go watch a game there, take advantage of it. It is cashless. Just remember that. Uh, but it's a very nice venue. The Birmingham Stallions are going to be playing there, the USFL. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I heard, now I, I can't verify this 100% yet, but that all of the USFL teams are going to play in Birmingham this season. And then they'll have like their playoffs and championships somewhere else. So that's a potential to have a lot of football in Birmingham this spring uh, at Protective Life. So hopefully we can uh, we can get out and catch a couple games and, and uh, go see the Legion play. They're always exciting. I haven't been able to go see them yet in person. I've watched them when they've been on TV, and it's just, it's exciting. So uh, what else is going on in the world? Well, Ukraine and Russia, they're still at it. Um, you know, you really feel for the Ukrainians uh, and and what they're, they're dealing with and going through right now. Uh, it seems like on the news every, every week, it's something or every day, something sadder and sadder, you know, I think, uh, last week, um, a children's hospital was bombed or uh, maybe in a maternity hospital. Either way, there was children involved. Um, I heard this morning that, a a mosque was hit and had like 80 people in it. Um, it's just, man, this is wild. So my heart goes out to, to the Ukrainians for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, th those that are, that are leading the charge, you know, prayers with you guys for sure. Um, you know, from all the different aspects of uh, all the different countries that are involved, you know, the United States trying not to get involved and I understand why. Uh, but you know, it comes a point that you got to go, wow, man, these guys are just getting just shelled over there. And, uh, it's, it's, it's really, really sad, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's still going on. Uh, daylight savings time actually was today on Sunday. Um, and I'll tell you, I despise losing that hour of sleep, especially when there was a youth concert the night before and my daughter, they don't get home till after 11 and then by the time you get in the bed, it's, oh my gosh, this morning was so tough getting up and going to, to grow groups. Uh, but, you know, I did it. And then we went on to you know church and was able to worship and have a great experience, worship full experience today. And uh, But man, I think we all took naps when we got home. Um, even me, I don't, I don't take a nap. I just really don't. But I guess this whole sickness and, and the time change and lack of good sleep last night and just kind of wore me out. And so I was, I was able to take a little breather, a little, little break today and, and take a nap. So gearing up for the week ahead, big week, big fun week, busy week. So, um, yeah. So I, I hate that I missed last week, but I'm excited to be back with you again this week. I had a couple people come up to me this morning at church with, Hey, I, I, my phone has lost your podcast. And I, I, I love older people, 
because they're like, I've lost it. I'm like, no, nah, you probably didn't lose it. I just didn't record last week. And so um, I had a couple people come up and, and say that today. And so it was good. I'll, I'll, I'll be, you know, sending this one out on Tuesday morning and, and we'll have fun with it. And sorry, you may hear me pause a couple times. I'm trying to keep my, my keep myself hydrated and keep my throat wet. So, um, you know, last the last stream that we talked, uh, it was Allie. You know, Allie and her streaming stream. And I want to thank y'all for for tuning in on that. Um, that we it was one of the highest uh, listened episodes that I've done this far, and. Uh, and she had a lot of fun doing it. I had a lot of fun doing it with her. So, um, that was, that was great. Uh, so, you know, last, that was the fun one. So let's go back a little serious today. Um, you know, I mentioned at the very beginning of this, this whole season, this whole podcast thing that, that I'm doing, um, that I was not going to bring politics into the podcast at all. And I'm going to stand by that statement. And you, you, you may be saying, I've had some people say, no, 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 you need to talk about politics. I mean, everybody needs to talk about politics. And I'm like, no, no, because you know what? I don't care if who, if you voted for left or right or up or down, you know, if the person that you voted for is is black or white or orange or green, I, I I don't care. I know who I voted for, and I have my own convictions as to why I voted for that individual. But uh, sorry for the dog barking. Um, but you know what? What I'm noticing the older I get is the less civil people are becoming when they're talking about politics, you know, it, it, it just so happens that my biggest circle of friends, we don't really, we don't talk politics, but some people think that they, they have, and they do, they have the right to share their opinion. And I'm fine with that. That's what makes America great is we, we do, we have that ability. We have, that freedom of speech. Um, but there comes a point in, in our, our speech and in our life where we're crossing a line there of being critical of someone or how someone is operating or running a, the country versus just flat out being rude and mean. And, I see on our on our social media all the time the uh, people that that proclaim to be followers of Christ and and you understand that that Christ loved everybody. You know, there was there was politics that happened in biblical times. If you don't believe me, go back and just read the story of Jesus. That whole thing was political. You know, somebody didn't want somebody else having power over them. So, you know, hey, Herod makes a decree 
the, the, to really to kill all the firstborn. And that would include Jesus. That's why Mary and Joseph had to leave and, 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 and take, you know, go somewhere else so that Mary could have Jesus. And so we, we've crossed a line, people. We may not agree with who is in office, and we may not agree with the decisions that they make. But as Christian men and women, it is still our job to pray for our president and our government. Let's think about that. It is still our job. Whether you agree with them or not, it is still the job of the people to respect the office of the President of the United States. You know, there's a there's a there's a saying going around. Um and, and it's just it honestly, it's it's flat out just it's wrong. You hear people saying, let's go, Brandon. Well, you do realize that that is not what it's actually saying. And I know you do because you're smart individuals. If you're able to pull this podcast up on your phone and understand it, then you are capable of knowing that that is not what that means. It, it's not anywhere near what that means. But I hear it thrown around like it's just something that it's just common knowledge now. It's it's everybody's gonna say it now. And so we've lost touch. And maybe it's just because I'm older now and I and I, I recognize it more. Maybe it's that that I, I recognize the, the fact that people just don't really have much respect anymore for government as a whole or the 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 office of president of the United States you remember years and years and years ago when when Bill Clinton was the president of the United States and he went through his whole um you know Monica deal you know I did not have sexual relations with that woman I, I have a terrible Bill Clinton impersonation, or impersonation. But people still referred to him as President Clinton. President Clinton. Richard Nixon and Watergate. People were still referred to him as President Nixon. You realize now that you turn the TV on, and I don't care what station you're listening to or watching, when, when it was uh, Donald Trump as president, it was, well, Trump this and Trump that. When it was Barack Obama, it was Obama this and Obama that. Joe Biden now. Biden this, Biden that. What happened to using the term president? President Obama, President Trump, President Biden. That's like it's gone completely away. We've lost a respect for the office. 
We've lost a respect for politics in general. Now, mind you, I understand that the, the old saying, you have to give respect to get respect. I understand that, y'all. But aren't we taught in, in Scripture, you know, about turning the other cheek? Don't we understand good from evil? Don't we understand right from wrong? Now, I may make some folks pretty irritated with me about this, and some of you might stop listening to the podcast because I'm talking about this. And if you do, I'm sorry. But I, I, I told you I was going to be honest on this deal. And honestly, this irritates the fire out of me. Because we are to respect that office. And we should be, every day, we should be praying for that office. We should be praying for that government. We should be praying for the, the, the ones that run our cities and our states. Heck, even our sheriffs. We may not agree with them. Right now in, in the county that I live, there's a, there's a, uh, it's, it's, you know, coming midterm elections coming up, you know, this year. And so the, the, there's a sheriff runoff and, um, there's, there, there's, um, all kinds of political signs hanging out everywhere and, you know, all that stuff. Well, you know, we still need to be praying for those that are particularly still involved in day-to-day decisions. If you want something to change, rather than talk about it at the local convenience store or air your grievances on social media, write your congressman. Write your senators. Run for office. I'm as I, I'm 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 guilty as well, and I don't agree with everything that's going on right now in Washington D.C. I'm I I I didn't agree with everything that went on in Washington D.C. in the last four years, but I I learned years ago when I said something really stupid on social media about a current sitting president that, you know what? Wow, I I should be praying for these people rather than belittling them, rather than kicking them while they're down. You watch TV, whatever station you watch. Whatever CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, Newsmax, you know, whatever, any of these independents, you quickly understand what side of the aisle that they are on based on how they address the current climate. You know, yeah, I know. We're, we're experiencing one of the highest inflation rates in, you know, the last 40 years. I understand that gas is high, is as high right now as it's been in 
a long time. I, I Trust me, I know. I, I drive a truck. I filled up this morning. I had a quarter tank when I pulled up to the gas station this morning. $79 later, I had a full tank of gas. Trust me, I get it. I know. But I'm also... I also know that me complaining on social media is not going to change anything. Why, why can't we... How, how have we gone so far to lose our Christian principles and our witness with each other when we talk about politics? You know, I've made comments in the past about people who have, you know, this or that that comes before church, you know, whether it's travel ball with your kids or um, hunting and fishing and all that stuff. It, hey, in the state of Alabama, you want to get somebody riled up? Find out what team they're for and talk bad about them. I mean... In the state of Alabama, an individual went to the opposing school and <laughs> poisoned the, 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 I mean, I don't want to, the word is, I'm lost for words, is the trees, but they're very popular. They're a centerpiece of an area of a, it's called Tumor's Corner. And, you know, an Alabama fan went to Auburn and poisoned the tumors oak trees. These trees were hundreds of years old. Fans get, you know, Alabama Auburn fans take it to a different level. It's crazy. But I mean, look at our look at look at our political climate right now. And unfortunately, I have to say this: mainstream media is driving it. It's they're pushing this behind it. They're pushing hard behind this uh, this agenda. And it's an agenda of hate, just being honest. It's evil. It's pure evil. You know, we're to love our neighbor. Scripture says to pray for your enemies. Well, you know, I honestly think a lot of people think that that the government in, in Washington, D.C. is their enemy. But I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't want the job. Not one bit. Nope. Couldn't pay me enough or the money that that guy makes to be the president of the United States of America for four years. Not happening. I mean, you think about it, I, you know, I I wouldn't mind being a college football coach that I know I'm going to get fired after a year because of my lack of skill. I mean, crap, Auburn's still paying Gene Chizik. They fired him two coaches ago. You know, I, <laughs> he's sitting high on the hog wherever he's at. Just think about that for a little bit. But... You couldn't pay me enough money to be the president of the United States of America and the pressure that comes along with it and the hatred that's there. 
the pure hatred. And like I said, it goes for both sides of the aisle. If there's a sitting Democrat in the office, then the Republicans, the, 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 the right-wing Republicans, there's going to be some, some dissension there. Or, or, or there's going to be some evil thoughts and, and stuff between the two. That's just wrong. And vice versa. When President Barack Obama was in office, it was a racial thing. It was a diversity thing. It was a left and right thing. No, you know what the problem is? It's a heart thing. We're not understanding here that that when we were told to, to love our enemies and to love each other, that it did not exclude politics or race or gender. It's everything. Each other. And so I asked the question is, how did we get so far away from that? In every church house on every Sunday, I guarantee you can walk in and you can say something political to somebody and that somebody might just lose their stuff. And then five minutes later, 10 minutes later, they're sitting in a worship service. I, I don't get it. As I said before, I don't agree with everything that's going on in Washington, D.C. right now. I don't agree with some of the moves that President Biden and Vice President Harris are making. But it's not to say that I can't go and pray for my president. My president. I didn't vote for him. But he's still the president of these United States of which I am a citizen of. Also, you know, the last few years we've dealt with the pandemic. And there's this 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 thing about people who actually went and got vaccinated versus not vaccinated people. You know what? That is your choice. It is your choice. But that don't mean you, you, you've got to go throw it on me. Whether you choose to be vaccinated or not, and let me say something. When you go throw that out there on your social media page about, you know, they're not going to tell me what to do. You know what that does? It makes you look arrogant. And that's just not a good look, guys. It's really not a good look. I imagine before the polio vaccine came out that there was those people too. This, well, they're not going to make me get a polio vaccine. And then they start seeing all these folks that living in iron lungs. And now the polio vaccine is, well, I don't know about now, 
I don't know if they even still give the polio vaccine, but when they started giving it, it was just a common thing. But the COVID vaccine, it's like, I mean, people are freaking out about it. Absolutely freaking out about it. You know, there's all kinds of, of conspiracy theorists out there that it's, you know, this was all cooked up by certain people and, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I can't. My brain doesn't function at that high of a level for me to figure that out, nor do I really have the, uh, well, I can't say care, but I don't know. Um, sorry about the dogs. This whole daylight savings time thing, the sun's out a lot longer, and so they, they kind of enjoy being outside a little bit more, but I think there's maybe a little fisticuffing going on outside my window, but... You know, none of us, I would assume, none of us that are listening to this podcast have been in a lab uh, to see the actual COVID-19 virus. All we've seen is what's been on TVs and websites, the internet. Well, I mean, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. So, um, Facebook too. You know, if it's on, if it's on social medias, <laughs> It's true, baby. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's like Bigfoot, you know, squatching. I love watching that show on TV, even though I, I really don't believe in Bigfoot. These guys are hilarious. They go out and they make their howls and stuff and looking for the squatch, the elusive squatch. Um, but, you know, the wild thing is we, we've lost a sense of civility with each other. And that that's, that's rough. That's hard, guys. So I, I'm, I'm going to cut today's episode a little short. But it's, it's one of those things where we need to be paying attention to how we talk to others. And, and when we're talking about these things like the pandemic or politics, ask yourself the question, are you losing your witness by verbalizing these, your opinions? And if so, is it worth it to lose your witness to make somebody else understand your thought process on the government or a vaccine? So that's, that's kind of my challenge to you this week. Let's figure out, Hey, am, am, am I really, doing what I'm called to do? Am I being a witness or am I ruining my witness when I start talking about this stuff? So next week, we're going to try to get some different stuff on here. Next week will be a positive, positive 
episode because, well, we did the sad ep- or the, the down episode today. So, hey, anyway, if you can't be good, remember, be good at it. Average Dad is out. <laughs>